0: Hello, and happy Monday, everybody, on this hot, hot, hot summer day. Would you agree, Steve?
1: Yeah, it's freaking hotter than the gates of hell.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's 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 really hot. So we've decided to move inside today, but that's the outside, so... You yeah. Know, which you usually see that view is, is what you normally see.
1: Yeah, 101 degree heat index today here, so...
0: Yeah, it was pretty brutal. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm glad I had air conditioning at, yeah. in the office anyway, so... You know parts of the store are not air-conditioned but inside it is so what works out works out really well how about you i'll bet you had your air conditioner on blast in, the in my yeah
1: in my engine room so yeah i did but yeah everybody else's shop was suffering
0: yeah yeah there's just not a whole lot you can do in those particular no i mean even with my
1: little air conditioning unit i still sweat balls when i'm in there
0: actually working (laughs) so ours works really really well honestly um in the office it works really well so i'm i'm really happy with it Yeah. but and i think we got a whole week of that ahead of us don't we
1: yeah yeah it's like a week of hell Mm -hmm. coming up tomorrow supposed to be hotter than today and all that shit so
0: yeah gotcha yeah one day is hotter than the next and all that good stuff. Yeah, you... it's
1: just going to be miserable. Yeah. Probably from here on out, honestly.
0: Yeah. Oh, I see red on the heat yeah, index on your phone
1: there. It's going to be, like I said, just totally miserable.
0: Oh, my gosh. We've got a viewer here. Um, Eugene is here from Kalispell, Montana. Oh, nice. I love Montana. Yeah. And I know you do, too.
1: Yeah. My, uh, my aunt and my uncle uh, had a ranch in northern Montana on the uh, eastern side of the Rockies. And, yeah, I mean... We used to go up there as kids. They had 44,000 acre ranch up there. That's really cool. So, yeah. Love Montana.
0: Yeah, I've traveled through it several times. Probably a little bit a cooler there
1: right now than it is here, I would, I would assume. You but...
0: know, there's a lot of places that are a lot cooler than here yep. right
1: now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my my uncle used to say where his ranch was. I mean, his north fence was literally Canada. And uh, he, he's like, yeah, I mean, we've got summer. It's July 3rd and 4th. <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: Yeah, and that's boy, that's coming up right around the corner. Fourth
1: mm-hmm. of July. It is coming up quick.
0: Yeah. I don't have anything planned yet. Yeah.
1: yeah anything I, in mind? No, I've got nothing in mind. Yeah. Probably sit in the air conditioner. Grill out. <laughs> Grill out.
0: <laughs> Bring the food inside. Right. <laughs> For sure. So yeah. anything new in the last week since no, the last not podcast? Really.
1: Nothing I'm aware of. Okay. Yeah, nothing. I mean, well, I mean,
0: I mean, all I mean of those Eldora races. I mean, I mean, gi-
1: giant congratulations to my good friend, Jonathan Davenport for winning a million bucks. Yeah. Uh, me and Jonathan and my family, we go way back. Um, honestly, he's one of the guys who probably put us on the map as far as great engine builders because of what he was able to win back in the day with our stuff. So just so happy for him. I mean, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And Chris Madden running second. I mean, Chris has run our stuff a lot. You know, I mean, we're. Me and Alex were looking at the at the 24 starters of that race and I think 12 of them 12 of the guys starting that race use our crate stuff normally when they race. What? Crates.
0: When yeah. yeah, when they race crates. Yeah. For sure. That's cool. Yeah, so, I, I, I didn't uh, we didn't talk about that connection.
1: No, it just always makes you feel special knowing that you know those guys and and you've dealt with them and how professional they actually are and stuff. It's it's pretty damn impressive. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like Kenny Collins, Trent Ivy, guys like that, you know, who we deal with on a on a daily basis or you know uh for the most part for years. You know, them both, you know, Trent making the show and you know Enjoy. Kenny Kenny freaking hauling ass up there. I mean, so Yeah. Awesome.
0: I, I was really excited to see Trent Ivy's name in the oh, in the roster of starters cuz that's yeah, that's crazy.
1: His as a matter of fact, the very first race Trent ever won, he outran me.
0: Oh really? Yeah, in a
1: crate car at uh, <laughs> Cleveland County Speedway.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! And if you're new, just joining us, I'm Kate Dillon from Crate Insider, and this is Steve Hendren from Hendren Racing Engines, and we do this show every week. If you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. We, you know, helps us reach more people, and we appreciate yep. that. And uh, we got a lot of good things. So yep. I see we got some other folks here. I see Tommy is here from Gullet Design Engineering in Mount Clemens, Michigan. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, we're kind of covering written. the country here. Yeah. And f- for anyone who's wondering where we are, we're in Rutherfordton, North Carolina. So we're in way, way western North Carolina. Devil's
1: asshole today is what I like to call
0: it. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there's that. I'll yeah. probably be
1: calling it that for yeah, next two months, basically, because all of a sudden it went summer, <laughs> like um, instantly.
0: Yeah, and, and Chuck is here. He's a regular viewer. He says, mm-hmm. let's start this off, FJB. And yep. all the idiots who voted for agree. him agreed, agreed. I had to look today because the stock market is down a ton mm-hmm. today. I mean, like, it, like dropped.
1: 500 points was it, uh, for, uh, on the S&P. S&P and
0: yeah. then there were there were like eleven hundred companies that hit 52 week lows today. Oh, wow. The lowest price for their stock in a year was today. Because I was like, what in the hell is going on? And so I had to dig into that a little bit. And um, I understand that the Fed is meeting tomorrow or, well, the 14th. So yeah, tomorrow and Wednesday and then they'll announce and we're expecting a, you know, 0.5% interest rate hike but some people are freaking out thinking it's going to be a, a three quarters of a yep. point so like 0.75 percent which is terrible we don't need any higher interest rates no. i mean i don't know oh my gosh and uh jeff smith he he was uh a, 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 a was oh, a customer montana. last week yeah. yep another awesome. montana yeah. yeah we are so glad to have you guys here Absolutely. for sure and you know while you're here anybody who's here with us and, live and feel actually, free to drop in any questions you might have
1: what one of my good friends who used to announce an antioch speedway in california P- uh, which is, is one of the places I used to race back in the day. John Myers, he actually announces, I believe, at a racetrack in Montana. I I don't remember the name of the track, but he, okay, he's up there uh, announcing at a track in Montana.
0: And oh, he's living
1: there now, of course. Right. But, yeah. And he actually came down for my induction.
0: Oh, ceremony. that announcer yeah, John, guy. Yeah, okay. John Myers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you were inducted into the Antioch Speedway Hall of Fame in California last year. Yeah. Last year and So we went he was. Out there. He was. He
1: was there for it all that stuff, which meant a lot. He's a. He's a good dude, and. One of, the, one of those people just loves racing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, our, our friend Pam is here speaking in California. Yep. She says, hi, guys. We are finally home, but I might need a new hat. <laughs> mine <laughs> mine lives on Maui now. <laughs> All
1: right. We'll send you no another plate in Saturday. No there, problem.
0: Right? We'll, we'll send that out for you. No we
1: problem. still got to send your damn tapes back. So. It, that's already been done. Oh, it's already been done? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought that. Yeah. Well. Thank
0: you. Things I'm glad handle. you. I'm
1: glad you take care of shit. I don't. So.
0: Handled, handled. <laughs> and then, and what Steve's referring to is we have a. Did channel. you send her the shirt with it? Because I, I we
1: got to send her a medium.
0: I, I think I did. If we okay. didn't, Pam just message me yeah, and we'll we send. We can that.
1: send you another hat though.
0: Yeah, but I think I did. And because I, I well, okay, I will say that my instructions were very specific. Where the, those were instructions were followed, <laughs> I because I didn't personally. I, I, I delegated that. So right. I'm not really sure what happened. I gotcha. So just, that's kind of a, just saying. Kind of oh, saying.
1: I got you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, d- I delegated the task. I know what you mean. So, yeah. So mayor may not have, uh, have happened there so yeah, we're not sure you delegated <laughs> but um, what that what that brings <laughs> up though is what we're talking about is is pam sent us videotapes from back in the day of racing in
1: california in yep.
0: california because we have a different channel called racing rewind over on on youtube mm-hmm. and or you can type in racing because mm-hmm. i own the domain yep. and just takes you to the youtube channel but um it, and it didn't have to be California. I've got some races no, from Iowa. Yeah, I've got some races from yeah, the South exactly. here. And I'll take people's collection of videotapes. We're talking, we're talking yeah, VHS tapes. VHS tapes.
1: Which that tells you the era that we're interested it, in in looking oh, at. Oh, absolutely. Her. I mean, we're interested in looking at everything. But I mean, yeah, we're that's not, kind of what we're looking for. Is, we're not is trying to... VHS, VHS.
0: Yeah, we're not competing with like Flow tapes. Racing here. No, right We're really <laughs> trying to take these um, these races that are lost. I mean, and. Yep that are just sitting in VHS, you know, sitting in storage and being able to digitize them. And that way we can share them. And like the one, we don't do any editing other than we just do put like a title on it and I'll probably Mm -hmm. start adding like a subscribe button or something. But I was looking at that channel today and if if you don't have a YouTube channel, this might not make sense, but like kind of a metric for where you want to get to as far as just a baseline with your um, channel is a thousand subscribers and 4,000 watch hours. Right and in in within like a year and uh we're at 3500 watch hours oh nice on that one which is really cool i mean it's just kind of a metric for you know monetization it's not like you make a ton of money on youtube or anything not 20 20 cents or something (laughs) i mean i think we i mean i think on our um on this youtube channel i think we make like i don't know like 100 bucks i mean um yeah it was something like that it's well now we we need
1: to open like a patreon account then like Well, (laughs) um,
0: my Patreon account is CrateInsider.com. Buy your race car parts from us. (laughs) <laughs> so so that's really what this really goes to or you know hey right. um, hendron racing engines give us a call and we'll yep. do your engine you know <laughs> right um but uh, yeah so we got some other fo- um, folks here oh and pam says yes she got the tapes and she got a shirt with okay her, so good, good yeah. so
1: directions were followed which yes. is very impressive <laughs> i
0: just never know <laughs> all right ryan is here he is from ventura california so we got oh, a couple of californians yeah. Yeah. here with us today and, oh here we and, and again you guys if any tech questions you have um feel free to drop them in the comments i actually yeah. had some conversations today so i'll be bringing those okay, questions into yeah. um the show here
1: happy to answer but, any questions uh, either you know if i know it i'll answer it if I don't i'll tell you so
0: yeah. Well, uh the whole
1: sh- deals about here.
0: Sean is here and he says, "What are the best numbers on a 602 that you've seen, Steve?"
1: It depends on the application, honestly. I mean, if it's a modified or if it's a street stock or a late model. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean, most late models with like a 602 where we can run E85, we're seeing you no know, 360 horsepower roughly at the rear tires. And usually around 410 to 420 on torque.
0: That's pretty really good for them.
1: Um, modifieds. Those numbers are a little bit lower. Uh, street stocks are a little bit lower than the modified.
0: And that's based on the suspension because we're talking yeah, about it's rear.
1: drivetrain. It's because yeah. we're doing everything at the rear tires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So on a chassis it's, dyno. it's drivetrain.
0: Good deal. Well, it's someone called today, a racer, mm-hmm. and he is having one heck of a time with his fuel system. Mm-hmm. So he, we were talking about fuel pump pressure. He's using a holly fuel fuel pump, okay. and it. I don't know what it's exactly rated at, maybe seven and a half. But he's giving getting about seven point eight psi out of this fuel pump. Mm-hmm. He's gone through three carburetors, but like he even won last week, and yet he was sitting in victory lane, and it just totally flooded the carburetor, and it couldn't even restart it. It's like getting too much fuel, and or if he gets any more and they cannot run a bypass regulator or even a deadhead regulator they can't no
1: no regulator no
0: regulator at all and this is in the northeast and he's running for fuel he's running a 93 sunoco mixed with a 113
1: that's a bizarre combination of fuel but i mean that's not gonna have anything to do with that
0: um right so I, i just really wasn't sure i mean of course at crate insider we sell the pro cam pumps, you know, the seven and a half and the 15. Well, I mean, I,
1: I, I can't see seven pounds even, even causing that problem. So generally if you got it, like a flooding over issue, like where it's like coming out the boosters, yeah. normally that means a needle and seat stuck. Um,
0: and he's tried three different carburetors.
1: Right. So normally that means the needle and seat's going to be stuck. So the first thing I would look at is like having trash in the system. Oh, so, which you'll end up with a lot of times. And all it takes is just a it could be just a small granule of dust that gets underneath the needle mm-hmm. and the seat or where it tries to seat. And if it does that, it's going to be just flooding over like crazy.
0: Mm.
1: So uh, generally just like a tap on the bowl, get rid of that. If it doesn't, then you need to like take the needle and seat out, blow it out, put it back in. On um, the carburetors that my brother builds he uses a Viaton needle and seat, so that eliminates most of that problem. Okay. Unless it's just like a big chunk of shit in there, uh, so I, I would look at that more than, you know, I mean, even if you got eight pounds on mm-hmm. a, you know, unregulated eight pounds, then I can't see that being a being the cause of your flooding over issue.
0: Well, and he has tried like three different carburetors. So is there anywhere well, else? Well, it's going to have this. It's going to have
1: the same effect on three different carburetors if you're still getting shit in the carburetor. Okay. So, I mean, uh, that would be the first thing I look at. I'd honestly, I'd take the entire system apart, clean it up. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're running foam in the cell, inspect the foam, make sure the foam is not coming apart. Um, invest in a good fuel filter, uh, stainless filter, not a a oh. uh, paper filter. Yeah. And uh, kind of go from there. But I'm just what you're describing. I'm thinking it's going to be a issue with uh, you're actually getting trash in the carburetor.
0: That is um a really yeah I mean good... it could be
1: like I said, it could be a very minute amount, right? But that minute amount won't show up if you're pulling the bowls off. You're not gonna see like sediment in the bottom or anything. Or right. you could be, I don't know, but you're gonna see, I mean, it could just be like I said, all it takes is a granule of dust.
0: Yeah, in the wrong place. That's great. That's or a great. chunk of
1: foam or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So we got some more comments here. Dream Shop is here. Hi from Macon Speedway, Illinois. Mm-hmm. It is our second year racing in a pro mod and we got our first, first place on a heat race. Nice. Thank you for your tips. Oh, congratulations. Awesome. Huge congratulations to you guys over there at Dream Shop. Um, really happy for you. I, I always yes. love to hear when our customers win, oh, absolutely. you know, and just yeah. First heat race, first victory lane, all of that. Yep. So congratulations. That's fantastic. And Dave's here. He says, and once
1: you learn yeah. how to win, it becomes easier winning.
0: Oh, absolutely. So yeah. And,
1: especially from a driver's perspective. I mean, once you really learn that, like, Oh, I can actually do this every week. Then it becomes easier winning.
0: Good. Good. Um, yeah. Winning. That's yeah. I Remember when that used to be the, <laughs> yeah. I remember when we used to win as a country <laughs> yeah, <or>? exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly um dave's here he says steve is there any advantage advantage of a 602 crate engine uh, t- uh 20 over i don't know how to say 20, 20, 20 overbore than a stock bore size
1: not really no i mean it's gonna amount to nothing i mean if it's two horsepower i'd be surprised so no there'd be no advantage that being said most every series that i i deal with that's not even allowed so mm-hmm. we we have to run i mean max oversize on the stuff we use is eight over and you know they don't even make rings for that or pistons for that so
0: yeah how about that engine you got this week that just a piston rings
1: a lot of the stuff that allows overbore size is usually going to be asphalt racing
0: okay so yeah yeah i saw your facebook post this week what with the engine that where the pistons came with no rings.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. That <laughs> what
0: just... was that about?
1: Yeah. It was a brand new, brand new 602 took apart and, uh, you know, obviously blueprinting the whole damn thing. And yeah. So, number six piston had no top piston ring. So, it had the second and third and the oil ring. Yeah. But it had no top. So, that would have been a great runner. Right out of the box. <laughs> And pro- probably some poor bastard would, would have been spending a month or two trying to figure out where this brand new engine's burning oil and everything else and won't run and all sorts of stuff. So It's lucky it went to you instead of just straight, well, you get, straight onto the racetrack. You get all these assholes talking about, like, oh, you shouldn't be allowed to take them apart when they're new, and why would you, and blah, blah, blah. Well, that's exactly freaking why. Because, you know, it's an insurance policy. You done spent the money, you know, and I, I'm not saying nothing about GM by any means, but if, you know, I mean, you buy it, you own it. It's yeah. very rare that I've seen people get new engines from GM because they send one in that's, you know, blown up or had, a, had an issue. It's always the end user's fault, not GM's fault. Yeah. So it would surprise me if, you know, that particular engine, if it was sent in, that they'd get anything out of it. Yeah. Honestly
0: agreed i do you think it would have a chance of blowing up like pretty pretty soon after it would be running or oh, i mean it's not it gonna blow i mean it was it was there was nothing there that problem. was gonna cause it
1: to blow up as far as that but it was just gonna be you know i
0: mean when your second ring is
1: all of a sudden your compression ring and your and your oil scraping ring then you know
0: yeah wow um any other questions, you guys just go ahead and drop them into the comments. Um, I have another thing. So in that conversation when I was talking with about a fuel pump, yep. we started talking about fuel pump rods. Right. And so he has a 602 and he's like, Yeah, I've got a steel um steel fuel pump rod. I'm thinking about switching it out for a bronze, um, bronze tipped one. No, do not do that. That's exactly what I said. Good. I said, do not do that. I said, I have two different kinds, steel tip and bronze tip. Well, I have steel tip when I can get them, right. but <laughs> They're on order. Uh, but uh, then I explained to him that one was for the 604 and one was for the 602. And that was absolute news to him. That was really new information. Yeah. So I would love for you to explain then- to everybody what, like, why you would use a bronze tip for a 604 fuel pump rod and why you'd use the steel tip of the 602.
1: Yeah. Okay. So bronze goes with steel. So like 604, for instance, has a steel uh, camshaft. So the bronze tip fuel pump rod if you're, if you're going that route with, with your fuel pump, then it needs it needs to have a bronze tip. Otherwise a steel tip will tear up the steel cam. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing goes with a uh, uh, distributor gear. Yeah. Um, so either it needs to be a melanized or a uh, bronze gear on a 604. A 602 it needs to be either a steel tip bush rod. Well, not either. It needs to be a steel tip bush rod. And then, as far as the distributor goes, it has to be either melanized or cast.
0: Because mm-hmm. what is the material that the 602 um, camshaft it's is? It's cast to? iron. Oh, so it's cast iron? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. That part, that's so, the part so that I was bron- Bronze and
1: cast iron do not go together. Uh, it, it will wear out a bronze gear on a distributor like instantly. Same thing with bronze tip uh, fuel pump. Mm-hmm.
0: No, that, I mean, that's great information. I'll, I'll also probably just clip this part of the video and and put this out Um, because it's just good information. A lot of people wouldn't necessarily know. So it's good.
1: Well, honestly, it's like one of the common mistakes we see a lot of times we'll get guys come in and dyno. And, you know, as soon as we see like timing bouncing around like crazy, I mean, there's several different things that will cause that. Usually it's going to be a significant power loss because, you know, half the time the guys, we pop the distributor out and the guys got a bronze gear on it. And the damn thing's worn in half, basically. Mm-hmm. So, like, God, it's unreal how yeah. fast those things were. Well,
0: and it's an amazing, and we all have those uh, stories about the ten thousand to win races or big races that have been lost over a fifty cent part. Yeah. Now, these are not a fifty cent part; they're like a twenty to no. twenty five dollar part. But it's a twenty to twenty five dollar part that can really ruin. Now, I mean, ruin that, your day. that
1: that being said, like bronze tip rods and bronze gears they still will wear out on a mm-hmm. steel camshaft sure but the lifespan is you know I'm gonna say I'd replace your fuel pump rod every year and I'd replace your distributor gear every year. Oh um
0: really good there now are you sure that you would you would you just replace the gear on a distributor or would you maybe see a distributor as a yearly replacement
1: part no i mean not necessarily i mean i mean so long as it's still functioning correctly mag pickup wise or whatever i mean i assume we're talking like msd yeah then no that's not a necessity but uh, i mean definitely the gear on the distributor and like again like the fuel pump rod those are wear parts Mm -hmm. so
0: yeah and designed to be the wear correct good to know all right, Doug is here. He says, hi, from Upstate, New York. I was wondering if you had any ideas why my back four plugs are a lot darker than the front four on a 602 running 93 octane.
1: Well, generally, like on a situation like that, when you're if you're pulling the plugs out, you've basically idled around. Um, I mean, the only way to accurately read plugs is to shut that thing off at full throttle on the racetrack and then coast off the racetrack and then read the plugs. So usually if you're, again, if you're looking at plugs, it's gonna be a scenario we've done, you know, you let off the gas, you make your cool down lap or whatever, you idle into the pits, come to your parking place, rev it up a couple times, shut it off, then you're gonna see black plugs, you're gonna see different color plugs because fuel distribution on those manifolds sucks. Mm. So that's that's what you're saying
0: to know dennis asked kate are you able to ship to australia yet um yeah i probably could um i don't have it turned on automatically but um i'm not sure about the post office because that's where i ran into problems last time
1: like shipping is like crazy
0: oh it's insane is
1: the problem it's
0: insane insane it honestly
1: depends on what somebody would be willing to pay because i had my uh my ex-wife's stepdad he had a uh uh He's got a Camaro over there in Australia, in Canberra, and he he had a, uh, he got rear-ended or whatever, so he messages me. He's like, hey, how much can you get me a, a rear bumper cover for? And because they tell me it's going to be like five months before I can get a bumper cover. So I like call City Chevrolet, which is one of the places I deal with on crate engines. I'm like, hey, what can I get those bumper cover for? It's like, I don't know, 350 bucks.
0: Yeah, but probably $900 to ship
1: it. Oh, yeah, well, well, I called the shipping people that we deal with yeah. as far as Echo Global and all that stuff where they literally ship globally. Right. You know, where that's who I ship engines with. I'm like, hey, what's it going to cost to ship this thing? He's like, oh, like 2200 oh, bucks.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Because of the size. It's all the size. I mean, the, thing, yeah. weighed, the one thing weighs like 10 pounds, but the size and all that shit, yeah, it was like two grand to ship that bitch. That's
0: dimensional weight.
1: And he's like, yeah, I guess I'll wait.
0: <laughs> yep. But, yeah, it, Dennis, it just depends. So, yeah, um, I guess I could turn on my Australia shipping. But um, it just kind of depends on what it is that we're shipping, too. Right. So, so there's that. But, you know, that reminds me. I noticed today uh, I was looking at a little bit of news, and this kind of flew under the radar. But, <laughs> oh, you know, you and I were looking here recently. We were looking at Groupon for all these, like, international cool places to go for yeah, like, smoking deals.
1: The fuck out of here for a while.
0: Yeah. yeah well, apparently the CDC... Didn't make a big announcement or anything, but that whole, like, you have to have a COVID test to get back into the United States yeah, I saw, 24 I hours. That. Yeah. that That's no longer a thing. Yep. So no masks and no COVID testing. If you're a United States citizen, yep. apparently, and you fly try to right. fly back. So, I mean, I, my worry was getting stuck in some other country. And then who knows how long you'd be stuck my, there. My brother-in-law,
1: Adam, he was just here from Australia. And uh, he actually, uh, what was the deal there? He had a test. Just before he left, I think, yeah. but he didn't have to test when he got here.
0: Correct, and he right. didn't have to test to go home because he's in Australia. He's in Australia. He's in Australia. Yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, all right. Uh, Chad has a question. He says, "On a six hundred four, do the valve keepers/slash locks vary in degrees from the stock diameter springs to the beehive spring? And when setting the installed height, they call for 1.78, 1780. 1780 How important is it to get it as?" close to that installed height over or under. Okay. Let's start with the valve keepers and locks. They are not the same.
1: No, they don't. They don't vary in degrees, but they vary in diameter. So yeah, you cannot use the old style locks on a new style or vice versa. Um, So yeah, do not do that.
0: And the beehive, those locks for the beehive valve springs, they're gold. They are super valuable. Yeah, They're They're, they're three times more expensive than the springs themselves.
1: Right. But uh, that being said, like the Beehive stuff, it's all chromoly, whereas the old uh, pre-2013 stuff is going to be um, like mild steel, basically, like just standard stock production stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then what was the other?
0: The next part is when setting the installed height, they call for 1780. How important is it to get it as close to that installed height?
1: I don't, over find, or under? I don't find it to be that critical, honestly. I mean, we've tested you know everything like set up to the bare minimum to shit you know that's forty thousands over and honestly it makes not a dime's worth of difference dyno wise as far as like power or anything like that um so i wouldn't be too awful concerned about it i mean normally when we set stuff up we're trying to be around 1790. okay so you're talking ten thousands different from the minimum and the reason we do that is like idiot, moron, tech, tech manufacturer. So, because you know anybody using it like a height mic, it could be my height mic might be different than yours. Yours might be different from whoever else. That kind of thing. So we allow sense. a variance that much because height mics can actually vary that much.
0: Well, and it makes a difference. It's night. It's dark outside they're well yeah or or
1: whatever you know you know the guy doesn't like you or (laughs) (laughs) i mean there's there's a a lot of of different variables when it comes (laughs) to uh, something like that and unfortunately i mean unfortunately fortunately whatever that's one of the easiest things to tech yeah is gonna be that installed height and nine times out of ten that's where most people get busted i mean if they're not intentionally trying to cheat
0: oh yeah and we hear about it all the time about all those install height things all right, Michael's got a great question. He says, "Can you turn an IMCA 604 sealed into a Crate USA sealed during an engine rebuild?" Absolutely. The answer to that is yes. Yes. You could not go the other way, though. Right. And you can't go the other way because you can't really rebuild the um, the IMCA stuff to, to be like IMCA legal. They they allow some repairs, but they don't allow the well, blue Repairs, but I know, I yeah. know, yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah, no, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, we and we've done it several times, so mm-hmm. that's not that's not a big deal.
0: Yeah, so if you can find a deal on one, that's a
1: yeah. Good I mean, way to go. Uh, and and a lot of those IMCA guys, I don't know how much they do it anymore, but the guys that are racing really serious out there in in that area, they might run one twenty races and just sell it to the next guy down the road. So yeah. you could potentially get a deal on one.
0: Absolutely, yeah, because they get an opportunity just to kind of just go in fresh. Um, yeah, for sure. Exactly. And Stu is here from Australia. Good day yep. guys, shipping in Australia. No problem. <laughs> 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 yeah, we've had to ship things more than once. Yeah, to- <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it didn't work. And no, then, yeah, exactly. Know. Yeah. Yep. And Andrew's here. He says, or you can always stop on into the shop and pick it up from Kate. Yes, you certainly yeah. can. Um, now we have, Oh, we have signs at the store now. Yeah. you I
1: know like uh, Tor- Tori's no. in
0: Tori's working on that. She's, she's in charge of that. We've been, we've been uh, working on that, on that stuff. Just me another brew. Yes. Um, Cause I am next to the kegerator beer fridge here. So boom, there we go. And what are you drinking Ta-da. today, Steve?
1: Basic pitch ultra. There you go. That no way. That no way.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm having. Um, I'm having lemonade. It's a light. <laughs> it's a little hot out today.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm drinking <laughs> fucking cold beer, beer. beer. Well,
0: you just like beer flavored water, right?
1: Well, it is beer flavored water. Yeah. <laughs> it actually is, but that's what gives you like good figure.
0: That's right. That's right. <laughs> actually, I'm about as oh, fuck and right Tori says it so to was posted today. today. So about the signs, so you can check out our Facebook post for Crate Insider uh, because we've been we've been in this building for like a year ish and we really didn't plan on having signs we we're just gonna like go under the radar and just ship out of there right. it was gonna be the warehouse but then racers live around here and they just started to like stopping by. Yeah. and then we also had it's an old oil change place so we'd have like random people seeing activity that would be like hey will you Can do you an inspection or change my oil <laughs> and it's like yeah, you see those massive pallet racking that's over the top of the pits in the floor it means which you means you cannot drive through if yeah, people don't. And then we put it out on the sign, like the letters, like we sell race right. car parts. But yeah, um, yeah, it was a thing. So now we have signs that say Crate Insider, high performance and racing parts. Mm-hmm. So it's really yep. exciting. So it's fine. Yeah. So it's cool today that uh, Tori got that posted. Yeah, uh, I- and, and Dave says he saw the photo of, of your Crate Insider shop. Looks nice. Thank you. Matches my van. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and and since Tori was here, I have heard that you you're like, you know, breaking child labor laws.
0: No, and having having
1: an underage child like
0: sometimes forcefully sometimes doing work. I do not force anyone to do anything at all. But when Addison comes to the meaning to the store, evil
1: assistant to the evil assistant, Addison,
0: amazing little assistant, <laughs> mini me assistant, uh, mini assistant Addison, she she likes helping out. So
1: right, yeah. Child labor laws, you saying.
0: Hey, I
1: mean, she, she might unionize. What? You never know.
0: It, it could happen.
1: It a little munchkin union. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's right. Well, if, if Pippi had opposable <laughs> thumbs, I'd have him in there
1: doing it. Well, work. that's true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I see Terry is here from uh, Princeton, West Virginia. So, man, we're covering the country today. Yeah, we All right, here's a good question. Ryan says, How often should you replace the Beehive Springs, and how many laps or races before you freshen into 604?
1: I mean, honestly, like as far as the spring thing goes, I tell everybody, all right, but, like these newest springs, the ones that are not blue, the ones that are, you know, Black. actually made by, I think pack makes them for GM now, right, are actually really good springs. So what I recommend that people do, and this is going to answer your other question is leak your motor down every 10 races. So buy a leak down tester, run a leak down test on it every 10 races while you, when you do that you got all the rockers off anyway, you got a lot of stuff off. Just change the damn springs. Oh. Cuz you're talking what what are springs now? 80 bucks, 95? 90, 90, 90 bucks. 10, all right. Yeah. So I mean every 10 races, just change the springs. Or if you don't want to do that, because honestly, they'll probably last longer, change the springs every other time you leak the motor down.
0: Good call.
1: So 20 shows cuz most people are not running 100 lap races every weekend. They're running, you know, I don't
0: know, 25 laps, three, three laps
1: of hot laps qualifying main event. Yeah. So 20 lap, 25 lap main event. So,
0: well, and and with that, let's address for a second to whether you need matched beehive valve springs. You know, I, I, I'm going to go with no. The only reason we haven't met Crate Insider is just because. If we didn't, we'd get so many calls. Well, you have 602 match valve springs. Why don't you have right. 604? So that's why we have them is because there's some people that just want them. But the Beehive Springs, I mean, we found consistency, such wonderful consistency with those springs, truthfully. Yeah.
1: I mean, really, I mean, you're going to see some variance. If you like actually bench bench test them out of the box, you're going to see some variance out of the box. But they yeah. all pretty much equalize once you run them one time, honestly
0: we see within like the majority of them are within like a four to six pound window, the way we rate them. Right. Whereas the, the 602 Springs, now oh, that's a whole different story. There's a reason why we have matched valve Springs for the 602. Yeah.
1: I mean, I mean, 602 Springs are not as consistent as what the, what these new BIF 604s are. Yeah. Um.
0: So save the money. And uh,
1: yeah, in my opinion, seriously. Just, just buy the, just buy a box, bolt them on. Yeah. I mean, not bolt them on, but you know, put them on.
0: Good deal. Um, um. Tori says about Addison that she has volunteered for a small fee. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. <there are coughs> yep.
1: So she's underpaid.
0: No. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, she's having fun and learning. It's a learning I environment. Yeah. But well, didn't
1: she say she wanted to work for Crate Insider when she, she got totally older? Totally did. Yes.
0: Yeah. That's what she wants to do when she grows up. She wants to work at Crate Insider. <laughs> so i love it i love it i love it so you like you you come to the to the store and it's like this this whole like girl squad going on (laughs) (laughs) girls with a punching bag in the basement
1: (laughs) (laughs) right exactly
0: oh by the way the punching bag his name is joe now
1: okay just saying so So, some, uh, some dude named joe pissed somebody off and now that's the name of the punching bag
0: um yeah or was that
1: like the most neutral name you could think of
0: no um it's um at
1: least it's not steve
0: no it was either that or brandon (laughs) if you get my drift
1: yeah well there's you know so
0: yeah but you know hey you know what um excuse me for when i'm gonna go have a chat with joe see see i mean like it needed it needed a name so it's fun um pippi needs um apparently needs attention. attention yeah All right so gavin is here and he says i have a 602 in a late model david smith e85 Mm -hmm. carb msd distributor and 34 degrees timing it seems lazy on starts and restarts but runs fine everywhere else Mm -hmm. any ideas
1: i mean david's stuff normally starts really well i mean he's one of the guys i recommend as far as like doing carburetors so mm.
0: well i mean i would add in i would add a question in here." Cause it's something we talk about so much with the uh, 85. One question I would have is whether you're running a bypass regulator, especially with the 85. Well, I mean, I mean, that, you say,
1: or no, no, I mean, I, it's not going to have a whole lot to do with starts and restarts, but um, it, I mean, Consistent it could, it fuel. could just depending on what, what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, generally on a six Oh two, like with one of David's carburetors, you can get away with 36 degrees of timing. Um, Now, one thing I would look at is like what spark plugs you have. Um, I normally recommend like the AR-94.
0: That's Autolite.
1: Autolite on that kind of application with E85. If you're going to run the NGK, which we also recommend, then, you know, um, I would be around 40,0ths gap, um, which, I mean, that kind of seems to affect starts and restarts. Hmm. But I mean, I mean, David's stuff. I mean, maybe call, maybe give him a shout. Yeah. And ask him what his opinion is. But, um, like I said, on like my chassis dyno and stuff, I mean, his shit hits hard. So normally on a, on a, you know, it could just be a simple tuning issue. So maybe, maybe you don't have it tuned just right on your car. Um, if that's the case then i would talk to certainly talk to david he can tell you exactly how to set it up because i mean that dude over the phone's like great
0: oh like, yeah i just you talked know, to him today yeah
1: you know, turn one one thing here <laughs> turn this there and 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 everything's like usually perfect with his stuff so yeah i would certainly probably talk to him i mean it i mean you got all the right shit. i'm telling you that but you know i know that normally you can get away with 36 degrees at least on you know e85 with uh, one of his carburetors on a 602
0: so good deal um i want to slide in a couple of promos really quick and one of those is if you haven't already we're doing a giveaway for the month of june and so our june giveaway just go to the website crateinsider.com and you'll see the tab for giveaway and all you do is enter your name and your email address and that's really all. I mean, most of the time when I've done any kind of giveaways. Or By the way, it's contest, not free shipping
1: to Australia, though. No. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, but, you guys.
0: Yeah, there's that. <laughs> I, I guess I didn't put that primer because I, I, I've only shipped lower 48 for so long. Yeah. But... No
1: yeah, no snow Mexicans.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Canadians. Is, we've got friends that are in Canada and that's what right? snow Mexicans. So, so that's um, one thing I just wanted to throw out there for you. And I can put a link into the description here. It's just insider.com forward slash giveaway. And this is, you know, something we're trying out and seeing what uh, people think of it. And, and yes, you'll be honored. our honor- email list. We are not going to spam you or, seriously, we've got other stuff to do. We do not, I don't yeah. have like a...
1: You might see one once a week something that comes yeah, in or something. Yeah, it's
0: about all we really do um, for, for real. And, you know, we'd like to have some more targeted kind of you know, it makes make sure we want to get the right information to the right people. So we don't have time to spam no. you or anything else. No. But I did get a couple of things in this week that I know people have been waiting on. So one of those things is I went down to Profab myself last Friday and picked up 602 Dirt Late Model mild steel headers. So I do have 602 Dirt Late Model. model steel, yes, you do. Mild we steel we headers.
1: put a set on a card at the shop.
0: Yes, you did. So and I have. I'm gonna smoke. Yeah, that's fine and and that way if we want to ask steve a question i actually have a steve cam for for that um so there's that and also um speaking of steve um the hendron anti-reversion mufflers they're actually made by profab but designed by hendrons and i just picked up a bunch of those we've been out of those for a while so i'm really happy and i've gotten several calls and and so i was able to pick up um like almost 50 of them. Right. So that made me happy. So I I just wanted to give that heads up. I know there's some people that have been waiting on, on some of those items. And, and now I have those available. It's, it's, uh, it's been a while. So, so cool. Oh, and Stu says, Hey, uh, Hey, Kate, come on, Kate. I already entered. (laughs) We'll figure it out. It'll make $2,000
1: shipping (laughs) if you win.
0: And Scott and Becky Willis are here and Gavin's here. So I just wanted to throw out those little uh, tidbits there. And, you know, let us know what requests you guys have for, you know, what you'd like to see in one of our giveaways. But we wanted to do something bigger than just, you know, just a T-shirt or a hat or koozies. You know, I've done a lot of that over the years, but I'd really like to add value. And and by putting your email address in, you're saying, yeah, hey, I really want this thing. because um, you know. Or you can also
1: message you if you want to, like, have something talked about on the show or oh yeah whatever or a question and we'll answer it on the show if you can't make it to watch and
0: well I mean that's yeah. what this was right. um we were just talking about fuel pumps and fuel pump rods and that was based on a conversation I had uh with a racer today and so I brought that to the show and he says he catches the show may not see us live but I right. said hey no problem we'll have a chat about it um on on the show so it's all good and uh, <laughs> Andrew says uh, he wishes he had a spare fuel pump. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's not a bad idea. You know, having a, yeah, some kind of a system there. Well, and,
1: you know, Speaking of fuel pumps, didn't you just get those cams in? Like, I totally
0: did. Yes, a whole pallet of them. And I have, uh, so I have the 15 PSIs and I have the seven and a half PSI. Uh, fuel pumps. So I do have those. And and so with Andrew, he was actually struggling with his fuel pressure, had the wrong pump. And it turned out he lives in Fayetteville across the state and his mom lives on this side of the state. So he bought it. Mom came by and picked him up oh, and nice. that, yeah, like on a Friday and that way he could go racing Sunday. Oh, so, cool. you know, it's really cool. I'm really glad that we now have the store open and, and that we're open to the public and now we have signs. So that's really exciting. So I think we'll get more people. Yeah. Yeah. So it's nice that we have that retail presence and, 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 you know, a pretty good amount of inventory. I mean, I guess it always depends on what you're kind of comparing, but we got some good inventory Mm -hmm. we got some good stuff on the shelves for sure. Oh, and uh, Andrew says, uh, yeah, Kate got two cars on the track in a day. <laughs> nice. <That works. laughs> yeah, because he picked <laughs> up two of them or his mom did. So yeah. that was good. And yeah, and Dave says, Kate, you should also give us sticker out so the drivers can put them on their cars. Yes, and I, I know a sticker guy, If I need to get some of those made.
1: I haven't seen stickers in like two years. Yeah, I know. I so know. you need to get on that because, you
0: know. Yeah, I know my brother gets busy too and. Well, so, yeah, but- so I could also order like thousands of them is probably right. what I need to do next is uh, order them. And I know, I mean, someday we, you know, I hope to have a catalog, but I guess just one thing at a time, really, just one thing at a time. And that's what happens when you have a growing business. So yep. for sure. Yeah. Um. So good, good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Now did you have, you had any questions from, you know, racers you've talked to on the phone or any customers? No, that-
1: like a lot, a lot of the stuff I've been dealing with here recently is going to be heating problems. Uh, so um, one thing I've been telling people, you got to check the gauge.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, if you're, if you think you're running 260 degrees and you're not pushing water, your gauge is screwed. Good to know. Um, and honestly, the last two or three years, gauges have just been garbage i mean just <clears throat> absolute garbage and i don't care whether it's like the electronic ones or the damn analog ones whatever they've just been junk
0: yeah so it's it's sad but i think as we've seen a rush to just kind of get stuff out you i don't feel like just in general just as a consumer it's an american consumer that the quality that we see today is the same as what we had well, a lot of that shit's coming from ago. china so Yeah, there's that. Um, Here's an interesting question here, Mm -hmm. Steve, um, that I haven't heard of. So Jay says, what do you think about the Quicksilver engine, Steve?
1: Okay, I've got actually one customer running one of those. Will will Um, you explain
0: what it is? Because I've never even heard of this.
1: It's essentially like, it's kind of a hybrid 602 with a different intake manifold and like a different camshaft deal. I got one, of a friend of mine running one of those in a modified. And it's, it makes more power than a 602, but he's been a little bit hit and miss with it because he's struggled with like gear ratio and, you know, just different things going on. Yeah. So
0: now do you think it could be something that would bridge the gap that could keep things <clears throat> at a reasonable cost? Um, but maybe bring a little bit more power or. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I
1: would, I would, I would rate it as something kind of between a 602 and a 604.
0: Wasn't that what the 603 um, was supposed to be?
1: Well, it was supposed to be, but that was a, total pile of shit
0: <laughs> i know how you felt about the 603 right? yeah it but, was you were like it was like the redhead but then, no 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 like, i I, I, I think it's
1: a, I think it's a good combination i mean again it's, essentially it's a 602 different camshaft different uh intake manifold mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I think it's good i think it's good piece. i mean there's no i mean i would i would have not have a problem like Runner one
0: well, and where are they running them or what series? are? uh, you, there's a on?
1: couple like <clears throat> a friend of mine that runs one, he runs it in that uh, what is it? The uh, around here
0: is it Jim's Jim no, Long series, the steel block band? No, 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 no the... this is like modified. Oh, modified. Uh, oh, it's... um, it, yeah, the midis Modified Midis Modified, okay, yeah, with, with Jason and all those guys, yeah. yeah,
1: so it's actually legal for that series, okay, and yeah, I think it's a good engine. I, I just think that you know. I know he's been struggling with like RPM range and because it does have a different torque band than a 602, and you know there's different, yeah, different variables. I mean, I think we've done it him like freaking four times trying to figure out what what actually works. And of course, these are engines we have not taken one of these apart yet. So, I mean, I'm just going off of what he was told by you know whoever supplied him with the engine, that kind of thing. Um, so I know, come, I know so that,
0: they come to from GM that way then.
1: Yeah, I know okay. that Ray Cook, I believe, runs them at his track at Brasstown. Okay. Or it's legal for his class or whatever at Brasstown. Stuff like that. Um, I mean, so far, the thing has been really reliable. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be interesting to pull one apart. I have not done that yet.
0: Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting because, you know, as more data is is produced and acquired, then we'll be able to figure some of that stuff out. Right. And if it comes that way, I mean that could be a whole kind of combination that could be added to the quick, uh, the quicksilver, the Crate Insider library of of tech right. information as well. I mean, yeah, so that'd be something to follow.
1: Just haven't learned enough about it yet, just because we haven't had one. Apart. Well, it's just
0: so new, yeah, for sure. Cool. All right, uh, Ronald says, yeah, what is the best setup money aside for a six hundred two IMCA? Now, what's SM? I don't. um, Sport mod. two IMCA sport mod. So, as far as setup, um, I don't know if you mean like chassis setup because I don't really do that a whole lot there. But for the. Oh, the I. I assume, well, it's going to
1: be bolt on stuff. Yeah. I honestly don't know, man. I mean, I'm just being honest. I do not do any IMCA stuff at all.
0: I'll tell you um, who does, though, is Al Walters from Freezing Chevrolet. Yeah, I would talk to Al and Al keeps on top of that and and he's really yeah. got some of the best of the best and and I don't even sell those anymore or anything. I mean it's, it's no. kind of a um just a Yeah, sorry,
1: point. that's one I can't answer. Yeah. Cuz I mean all the modified stuff out here is like completely different than what you guys are racing with IMC.
0: Well, and I used to do some IMC modified packages, but now it's been a few years. It was yeah. there was just a whole different connection and whatever. Um but uh so if there is anything new or I'm, I'm not, um, kind of in the know so yeah. much on that. Um, so I would call, I'd call Al Walters from freezing. Um, yeah. They do yeah, a lot of dyno he's, he's testing. on top of it. Yeah. And then they dyno tune them. Um, I mean, you can get when, before these engines go out, most of them are dynoed and, and that's important there because, uh, you know, especially mm-hmm. as we've seen some of these anomalies, you'd rather well, have it dynoed. I think, I think before you then.
1: just sent something there
0: Oh, okay. says, so uh. Cooling-wise, sorry, I mean, cooling, like radiator, fan, thermostat, all that.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean.
0: Oh, double-pass radiator. Yeah,
1: obviously double-pass. Uh, I think you sell a lot of AFCO double-passes. I do,
0: and I have the, the um, one that's the lightweight, which is <clears throat> going to be the AFCO 80184. Right. And I sell the NDB, NDPU, which is yeah. the universal fitting on top. Um, so then you can make it whether you want it to be a Dash 16 or Dash 20, uh
1: Fan-wise, I'm a huge fan not meaning to be ironic, there, yeah. but I'm a huge fan of the uh, race fan,
0: which of course I sell, too. Um, yeah. which
1: means you can change blades. You can go from a two blade to a six blade.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so generally you can actually tune your cooling for the time of year that you're racing in and the environment and everything else. So like most of my guys that actually take racing seriously, they've got at least two of those. Yeah. So they'll have a three blade setup. Mm -hmm. and then a two to a four yeah in other words so they're you know just obvious reasons because three is going to be staggered different than two or four
0: correct yes
1: but um i would highly suggest that setup thermostat i'm not a fan of it especially on race gas so if you're if you're not running methanol uh thermostat no out the window
0: yeah. Well, they can't run methanol with the 602 YMCA. I would flight.
1: assume not. No, they can't.
0: 604s can, but yes. the sport mods cannot. Yeah. So I know that from, from the wit rules. So thank you so much for clarifying your question. Mm-hmm. And those are some um, great answers. Mm-hmm. Um, Don has a question here. He says, have you noticed any common problems with this year's crate engines?
1: The newest of the new, no. Um, well, I, I shouldn't say that. So there's always a common problem with crate engines uh whether it's 602 or 604. For some reason, and I have advised GM on this time and time again. Whoever the hell is finishing the rods on these things, they need to shit can them and hire somebody who, who can actually like you know hone a rod. Because rod bearing clearance is always tight.
0: Hmm.
1: Always um which that's been that way for years right so other than that no uh i haven't seen any like major issues Um
0: happy to hear that
1: some of the stuff that i've seen here recently especially like on 602s they're whoever's doing the cylinder head finishing work well they're doing a good job at it or doing a good job with what they've got to work with um they're really close on uh, uh, combustion chamber volume.
0: Mm.
1: So that, that could be a thing.
0: Interesting. Um,
1: doesn't mean it's a bad thing, but they're flirting nice. with being illegal from the factory again, <laughs> which they were for, gosh, three, four years ago. They were <laughs> like coming out illegal from the factory.
0: It's always fun. Always With
1: fun. combustion chamber volume and install it.
0: And uh, Don says, "Yeah, good to hear that." And um, here's a comment here. Uh, Darren says, "Tony Hill builds IMCA Sport Mod Motors, and he's a plethora of info. That's go. great. I yeah. I don't know Tony, but you know we're well. Yeah. we like to absolutely you know just be open to all the things that yeah. are out there. Guy knows sure. what he's
1: doing. He knows what he's doing. So.
0: Absolutely, because that's really the key. Is you want to have." Not too much information, but you want to have the right information. Well, I mean, and there's, that's what so there's it's a about. lot of noise out there in the environment. You know, in racing, oh, got, has been.
1: You got people running around like trying to make money off the backs of race car drivers because you know, I don't know. You need to have
0: whatever. What, what's
1: the latest thing? I don't you even know? have time
0: for that, so I don't even well, know. I know. I uh, <laughs> I I, I, cr- I like creating content. I don't really like. Oh, that's it.
1: right. Match rocker arms.
0: Are you kidding me?
1: You have to have match rocker arms. Otherwise, you're going to be losing races in the Northeast. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Oh,
0: my gosh. Can I I just sell? Once again. Maybe maybe I need to make a video about rocker arm fairy dust. Once again,
1: if I could ever, God, if I could ever, like, you know, bring myself to be able to sleep at night and totally fuck all the race car drivers, I could, like, come up with some shit that everyone needed to buy
0: I, no,
1: but i can't gonna, do that yeah, so, we're not gonna so do apparently that. certain people can we're not <laughs> do
0: that. well it's about time to wrap things up do you have any uh, last things that you would like to uh, last minute announcements or anything
1: No, no, i mean not really, really. okay uh, I, I think my way. last
0: minute announcements are just you know visit our website crateinsider.com and enter our giveaway if you'd like to um, have a chance to win and we've got a whole air filter set up so it's our air flat air filter base lid Four-inch walker filter, We've got air Joe's air cleaner stud kit in there and t-shirt and and all that good it's stuff. Pretty cool giveaway, so, actually. So yeah, yeah, we, we really kind of came up with we well, you know, it's one of our most popular products. So that's what we wanted to put out there. And can I win? No. What the fuck? <laughs> no, no. God damn it. No, I mean you don't even open up my, my emails now. How do you know? Well, because we can tell. <laughs> You're not even on the email list, dude. I am. Are you? Okay. Yeah. All right, well at I guess the, I'll at do. the,
1: you know, our <laughs> Hendron Racing at Gmail. Are account.
0: you okay? Yeah. Oh, I don't know you guys, maybe I don't know if you signed that up or I probably did. But but anyway, yeah enter our giveaway um, and, you know, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for being part of the show. Hit that subscribe button over on YouTube, you know, like our Facebook page. And we are so grateful that you're here and we'll look forward to seeing you next week. Oh,
1: wait, hang on, hang on.
0: He always does this. Just yes. hang on. What you keep, got?
1: Keep me entertained for five or two minutes. Two minutes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. We've got something to, to I forgot, show. I forgot to wear it so tonight, I got it in the car. I thought you
0: were going to wear it next week.
1: Well, I might.
0: Okay. Well, all right. Well, I guess I'm keeping people entertained here. So anyway, I apologize here. And oh, Andrew's going to call this week. And I was wrapping up. So now I'm completely thrown off. But at least our and sorry about the lighting. It's just really. Super weird with having the backlighting, um. And oh, also we have a podcast, you guys. So I mean, we call this our podcast, the Racing Insiders Podcast. We are over on Apple iTunes or Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you if you like that sort of thing, and you want to listen to it, like you know, going down the road in the car or whatever. So oh, we got a we're gonna have a fashion show here in just a second, and oh, almost it's changing clothes in the hallway, and. Up here he comes. I know. Sorry, I don't have a camera this way. In honor of Pride Month. In honor of Pride Month, right here. All right. I'm going to move the microphone there so everybody can see this. So there is your LGBT shirt there. So liberty, guns, beer, Trump. Trump. (laughs) Amen. I think that's all we got. (laughs) Have pride. You are so have pride. Yes, absolutely. So happy, happy pride month, everyone. Yep. There we go. I, 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 I don't even know. It's
1: too tight because I'm fat, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's all good. But we'll, we'll see you guys all next week. Thanks for being here.